Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast, where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the spinoff, talk about it. Uh, sometimes we like it, sometimes we don't. I don't know, like, it's 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 a little bit better than I was expecting, honestly. But, I mean, it's nothing to write home about still. My name is Keisha. And I'm Rachel. <laughs> and I never tell her when I'm going to do that. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's fun for me. <laughs> of course. Uh, we're doing our third episode of Heroes Are Born this week, but before we get into all that fun, um, we actually have a little bit of, uh, I guess you could call it news. It's Heroes News Network. do 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 it, it went over from the main show. Um, how do we want to start? Want to start with Hayden? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she's actually been, uh, doing a little bit of press lately um we have been because you know she's been out of the public eye for like a minute and anytime you hear about her it, it usually hasn't been anything great um but you know now she's opening up about her struggles and what she's been going through um there is a uh, I saw the article first on vulture um they they've talked about it all over you can find it on like people.com as well. Um, that she basically went to rehab, um, for uh, opioids. I hate that word. It's hard to say. Um, and, uh, and alcohol abuse. And she's basically, it's, it's sad. It's sad, like child actor stuff, you know, um, basically given her, her happy pills, her go-go juice, as it were, to, to keep her peppy during interviews and, and such. And, uh, she says that, uh. It wasn't while she was, like, filming Heroes, but, um, yeah, she she had some bad people around her who enabled her to do some not-so-good things, but she's, you know, been trying to get help for it, and uh, as as you may or may not know, um, her, she's actually going to be appearing in the next Scream movie, um, so she's going to be making a bit of a comeback, hopefully. Um, if you remember one of our old side episodes, uh, where we talked about the like Halloweeny creepy horror things that heroes people have done. Um, I absolutely loved her character in scream four. Uh, I, I really did not care for the new scream movie very much, but, uh, damn it. If they can't just pull me back in with the promise of Kirby. So, you know, has she, has she been in any like Ryan Murphy project stuff? Uh, no, I think she would be good on American horror story. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I, I could see that for her. That would be like a nice little comeback vehicle for her, actually, probably. So yeah, I could see her doing well. That's a, in that's a good place story. for people to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, so you know, hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed and all that that you know her her journey continues to be one of uh, recovery and wellness. <clears throat> yeah, agreed. Hopefully, we'll see her in more stuff. Yeah, because they say in the article it's her first role in seven years. She, she's been she's been she's been going through it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like uh, it was like Nashville was like the last thing she did, I think. Yeah, you know, if anyone's kind of been wondering what she's been up to, I mean, she's uh, she's trying to get back out there. And if she's casting more stuff, you'll hear it here. <laughs> <laughs> that she will. <laughs> It's like I was saying to Rachel, I was like, I swear to fucking God, if they bring her back on the screen just to, like, kill her in, like, a shitty way, I'm going to be so unhappy. I mean, it wouldn't be, like, the first time something like that has happened. I know. Yeah. I know, but, like, I'm really bitter about some stuff that happened in the new ones, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hate. I ugh, I don't want to. This isn't a screen podcast, so like, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to go on about how much I hate the new Ghostface Killers. But yeah, so yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. All right. So other bit of news. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greg Grunberg decided to tease all of us by. I don't know if he posted on Twitter. I know for sure he did it on Instagram. Posting a picture of like himself as Matt Parkman and being like, how about a Heroes podcast where I bring on amazing guest stars and actors and crew and writers and directors and talk about our incredible series episode by episode. And you know what I say to that? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he had several people like it um, that were on the cast. Like Wendy, Wendy Lynn Makeup and Adrian Pazdar also liked it. And Anders commented on it. So, there's people would be down for it, Grunny. I think he's the one that would be able to pull it off, too. Oh, without question. I'm amazed he hasn't already done it, like, during, you know, lockdown or something, when all those celebrities were starting podcasts, so. I think he had other stuff he was doing at that time or something, but, like, yeah, I think now it, it must be, like, churning in his head. He must have had a conversation with someone about something, so, yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. Definitely not only the person to, like, pull it off, but he's still friendly with, like, so much of the cast and crew. Like, it, it, yeah, he could easily make that a thing. So, Oh, yeah. And we'd listen to it. Exactly. Even though we did it first. <laughs> um, so. Can we do a podcast recapping a podcast with all, like, the internet? <laughs> Oh, God, no. Then it turns into that bit in uh, Bo Burnham Inside where he's, like doing the he's like playing a video game and then he's like doing a stream of playing a video game but then he's doing a stream commenting on the stream that's playing yeah it, it the snake eats its own tail so i feel like if he did this we'd have to come back like once every however many episodes and just like talk about whatever was talked about like the the tea that we didn't oh know my god before. yeah 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 oh jeez. do you know how great it would be if they were just like fuck it <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We we know some stuff had to have gone down by the end, especially like. Oh yeah! Come on. Yeah. So stay tuned if that actually comes to fruition. Obviously, we'll talk about it here. Yeah. Fingers crossed. That'd be exciting. Yeah. I'm always looking for a good podcast. Yeah, and yeah, as I said, he'd be the one to actually pull it off. So. Completely. He could probably yeah. He could probably get like most people on. I, I could see him sweet talking a lot of people that wouldn't necessarily do it. Maybe even. Because I think some other people that were crew in the comments also commented on his um, Instagram post that were like, I'd be down. Yeah. That'd be awesome, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see if it happens. Stay tuned. So there's our late Heroes news, because I think both those things happened like a couple weeks ago. But like, you know, and by the time you hear this, it'll be a couple more weeks past we've recorded this, so... <laughs> Well, that's because we weren't—we weren't originally going to split the first episode, uh, but we did. So, yes, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can thank Keisha for that. <laughs> yep, yeah. it was just a lot of information to have at one time. And guess what? We're about to get into even more information. We sure are. Um, yeah, Rachel, you want to kick things off for us for our third episode? Hell yeah. I guess, of Heroes Reborn? Hell yeah. Third, right? Let's do it. 
Even though on the legal streaming site we watched it on, we clicked the second one. <laughs> I know, I know, right? That's just even more of the mess that is watching this freaking, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, this is episode three, Under the Mask. Let's do it! We start off back in Latundra with the girl from the end of episode one, and we see that she's there with an invisible woman. We don't get to see the woman because it's just mostly like, we're getting like an idea there's an invisible woman there. And she's like, there's another way of coming and you need to focus. And we find out her name, that her name is Melina. And she's like, I'm not sure if I'm ready for another wave. And the invisible woman tells her, well, it's only going to get worse. So you need to like make sure that you are powerful enough to handle it soon. And in the grand tradition of introducing new actors, <laughs> there are several in this episode. Melina is played by Danica Yarosh. Not sure if I said her last name right. Meh. Uh, let's see what she has been in. Since Reborn, she is like one of the main people on the Purge TV series. Oh. Uh. Um, she was also in Jack Reacher Never Go Back. That's one of her like known for things at the top. And I think she's still working. She was in like on the Shameless like Hall of Fame little series thing or whatever. Huh? I don't know if she was on Shameless before. I think yeah, she used to be on Shameless before that too. So she was on something called the Greenhouse Academy, which I've never heard of. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Greenhouse Academy <clears throat> TV series. I have no idea. Let me click it. Huh. It was a Netflix show. Uh, after a year of. After, almost a year after their astronaut mother's tragic death, brother and sister Alex and Haley Woods start to attend the elite boarding school for future leaders, but they soon realize that everything is what it seems. Dun dun. <laughs> God, the number of things that just come and go on that service. Yeah, it looks like, I think it was just like one season too. Maybe? Let me look. Yeah, I think, no, it was two seasons. <laughs> really? Four seasons. There's four seasons. It's no. still coming out, bro. What the heck? The greenhouse. Or it, Academy? it stopped in 2020, and I think she was in the last season of it because it said 2020 for her. It's been out since 2017. What? Yeah, That's wild. Four seasons of it, and I had no idea. What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, good for her for getting work. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. She's still working. I think everyone in this episode is still actively working that I that I'm about to bring up as we go along. So, and some in some surprising things that we've seen recently. Really? Yeah, there's two that I've been like, "Oh, that was that person." <laughs> so, yeah. I look forward I look forward to your your uh your fun little IMDb reveal for that. Excellent, excellent. This is my favorite new bit that we do. <laughs> We'll have it going for a little while, so. Um, they didn't say her name, but my, I mean, you you watched the same stream I did. Uh, it's uh, the invisible woman she's with is named Farah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, it had cap, it had captioning, which fucking streams never do. So that made me happy. Helped me watch it a lot better. Yeah. They didn't show her actress yet. So we'll talk about mm-hmm. her when she. Well, they haven't shown her yet. <laughs> yeah. When she shows up. She's invisible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just, it said Farah, And I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. That sounds like um, the right name. Yeah, those storms look pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah. 
That's not, uh, that's not, that's not ideal. <laughs> Something's happening with this girl that's separated for, from everybody that she needs to try to use whatever power she has to fight back with it. So, mysterious. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> So we'll hop over to Noah and Quentin for like a hot second because Noah is basically hot wiring a truck to steal. And Quentin's bitching the whole time about being shot. And he's like, I'll show you up when we stop for gas. Just chill. <laughs> God damn it, Noah. Not everybody's like a fucking spy or whatever. Like, they shot me. Oh. Oh. Being shot matters to some people. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He handles it the way I think most people would handle being shot. Probably better, even. You know? Right? So, yeah. Just full-on whining about it. I love it. So that was it for them for for the moment. It was just like, hey, yeah, they're, they're out of there. Because instead we go to our, our just our favorite characters, the murder couple. <laughs> oh, my God. In no but The number of things. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In Noah Bennett's car, Joanne's looking at files and she is fucking salivating. She finds one that's a couple who they already killed. She is giddy about everything, about these files like this. Oh, this is everything they could want. And Luke is very much not giddy about it. And she's like, honey, I need this like we need it. (laughs) And Luke is just like, turns off the radio they had going on, which is just like talk news network or whatever. And when he does, his finger does a little spark, and suddenly the car dies. Hmm. And they're like, ugh. And <laughs> it's like, well, it looks like we're walking. And they get out of the car, and like, looks like, God, I'm fucking, I'm feeling hot. And it's, it's going to be a long day as they go try to walk to wherever they got to go to next, so. Interesting. Interesting development. Yeah, a little, like, what happened there? It's very baby touch and go, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the moment, it's anyway. It's kind of like... Plus, they're... I mean, you know, they, they kind of give you that moment where they're just like, oh, maybe it was just like a static electricity. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just, it was like something weird. Like, maybe it wasn't, you know, anything anything in particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, people zap things. I've zapped my laptop before. I don't have powers. So, like, <laughs> yeah, right? That you know of. Um, <laughs> yes. Dun, dun. No, you just wear the wrong sweater, and it's like, oops, I hope this starts again. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, prob- it's probably just that, is what I'm saying. Like, it's probably just, he probably just did a little loop. It was thing, a staticky know. sweater he had on or something. Killed killed, killed the whole car, which, you know. Yeah. That could, ha- that could happen. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't even think, if I remember correctly, we get any real character fucking development for her anyway. We don't. We don't. They just, like, saddle the whole, like, oh, her kid's dead, you know, thing. And it's like, that it may be true, but her reaction to this and the way that, like you said, and I literally wrote the same word in my notes, she's fucking giddy about this. Like... That's a whole other thing entirely. That has very little to do with their kid being dead, in my opinion. Like, that is some fucked up shit. Like, you didn't even say what she says when she's talking about the couple. And she's like, remember, I choked her out. You shot him in the neck. We made it look like a murder-suicide. Like, it's just the fucking cheeriest thing. Like, it's just, like, such a, like, a fucking memory for their photo album. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so fucked. Yeah. 
And she's just, like, listening to what is basically, like, a Fox News type of thing on the radio. Like, it's an anti-Evo fucking piece of shit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very that. Like, she's full-on radicalized and likes it. <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to see if we get Corrections Corner later about that, but, like, I don't think she gets any... No, she doesn't. I'm, 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 I'm willing to, to stand on my little mountain and say I pretty sure she never does because they just try to use the dead kid thing as an excuse like that's enough you know yeah and it's not (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's not because luke has a dead son too and he's not doing that i mean he's definitely participating in it he is but he's like i think you know his i don't know i guess like his uh, his uh what word am i thinking of it's just kind of like attitude towards it being able to change i think is what is such the difference between them like i don't know he's he's willing and able to have these second thoughts and she does not seem capable of it so we don't know what he was like in the beginning when they first decided that's true that's true and obviously i mean he you know shot down those the the fucking support group and you know he did it you know he did it so yeah i i think that definitely it seems like they both were in a similar place at the start of their little journey but he's moving on from that because he's realizing that this isn't and it's not gonna do anything Mm -hmm. and i think that you know i don't know i feel like she probably knows it's not going to do anything. She just likes doing it. It's like, it's how they ride her. They don't ride her in a very complex way. Like, they're just like, oh, she has a dead kid, so it's okay that she wants to hate and kill all Evos. Well, all right. See, that's the that's the thing. Is like, I do think that her problem comes from the writing. Oh, it absolutely is. Because yeah. there's an exercise that I like to do, especially lately after other TV show stuff. It's like, okay... Is this character that everyone dislikes? And for in a lot of cases, it's not even a character I'd necessarily dislike. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this character were played by a white male, would people think about them differently? Sadly, probably, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Because um, there's, there's been a couple cases in uh, a couple different shows I've seen recently where... I just had to sit there and think, like, okay, if this was played by a different actor, would that correct things, or is this just, is it a writing problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that Joanne is just so thinly written that I don't think it matters who would have played her. No. But, yeah. They just don't give her much to go on. I don't know. Like, yeah, like I said, they just try to saddle the whole like oh her kid's dead thing and and it's just like oh you understand it's it's just you know it's it's a motherly you know reaction and it's like no it's not yeah i feel like they probably thought they were doing something you know having her be like so bloodthirsty as she completely calls herself um female villains again it goes back to that female villains villains yep mm -hmm. yep yeah but yeah, ugh, I hate spending time with them because of it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's we because it's just because it's so one note. It's so one note, and because like we've been with like you know five um, volumes with characters that were P 
people with powers, we don't exactly empathize with her very much, you know? Exactly. And it's like, and obviously from what we're seeing with the Bennett stuff, something is going on with the June 13th stuff. Like, it's not what it seems at all. No. So, mm-hmm. so who even fucking knows what's real and what's not, you know, regarding who may or may not have, you know, lived or died there. Like... It seems like something is fucking up, so. Yeah. For that to be their whole reason also is kind of thin, too. It's like, oh, well, maybe maybe it's not even as they thought, so. Yeah, we will see. I, I don't know. We'll see. Let's go over to Japan. Japan! Where Miko is kicking ass in Yamagato Tower. And she's like, you know, where's my father? And we get a new character. Boop, boop, boop. And we actually get a little name. <laughs> on the screen telling us who this character is. <laughs> Meet Harris, and for some reason it says Prime after him? Huh, that's kind of weird. Anyway. Uh, he walks in, and he grabs a baton from one of the guards. And in Japanese, he tells her to surrender. And she's like, nope. And he actually stops her and punches her. He actually lands a blow on her. And he actually ends up besting her and taking the sword from her. And he's like, this sword's not yours. Whoosh heroes. Yeah, but um what is our new what does our new whoosh heroes look like? It has like a fun little it's not an eclipse. It's uh it's all northern lights. Yeah, it's all northern lightsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, this is the first time we've seen it cuz we didn't see it in that combo yep. episode. So yeah, this is our introduction to it. And the sound's a little different too. It's not quite whoosh. It's like, uh, yeah, so Yep, we get a whole new little little title card. <clears throat> Moved on from eclipses, I guess. Which is fine because you know, <laughs> what what did they even really do? <laughs> exactly. The show itself was not sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Harris is played by Clee Bennett. He is one of the ones who's been in something that we've seen very recently. Uh, that name sounds really familiar. He has been in a fair bit of things. He's been on Homeland. He was all, he's also apparently in the Dark Matters miniseries, so I think he might have been intro there. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, we'll watch that eventually. He was in Jigsaw. <laughs> I have not seen that. He was on mm-hmm. the new the Tick series. The Man in High Castle. But the most recent one that we will know him from is he was on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh. And he was Lamar Hoskins <laughs> slash Battlestar. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. But just you wait. There's someone else looked, coming up who has been in something even he, more recent. <laughs> he he looked he looked pretty familiar when he was like talking and stuff. So okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he was on the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. So an underrated Marvel uh, series, may I say? Mm-hmm. It feels like it's underrated. Am I wrong in that? Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of skipped over it because it's like, oh, it's heavy. I don't want heavy right now. Well, like, yeah, exactly. And, like, I just, I don't know. I think they did some interesting things with it that they, it, just the kind of things that they complain that Marvel doesn't do enough of on the on the big screen or whatever. Yeah. And they did it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's clearly still working then. Oh, yeah. He's got something else, I think, in pre-production, just like the other one does. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, when we come back from the Heroes Reborn whoosh, um, we see 
Taylor and Francis pull up and, you know, they've, they've got Molly Walker and they're trying to get her on this like private plane. And, uh, oh, mm, uh, Francis isn't allowed to come. Boo. And so Taylor's trying to kind of argue with that, but it would seem that her, you know, whoever is in charge has made that choice. And so they said that Taylor can come with the asset, but he has to stay behind. So they have to get her to Midian. And Molly's freaking the fuck out and saying they're going to kill her. They're going to kill her. And, you know, so they obviously they trank her to shut her up for the flight. And, uh, yeah, Molly is in a bit of a, a bit of peril, as always. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Poor Molly. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Um, should we, uh, should we introduce another new character? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we need, yeah. <laughs> we- All right, immediately... We are in a boardroom, and we meet uh, Erica Kravid, or Kravid, however you say it. I think it's Kravid. Kravid? Kravid? Erica Kravid, who is the CEO of Renatus. We keep hearing this, right? Renatus, Renatus. This is Renatus. She's giving a speech um, to this boardroom about a new project they are launching called Epic. Um, Tech people truly are the most evil, so, all right, you got me right away. Um... It looks like that Harris guy is there, and um, she has this line that is apparently the Renatus like tagline, which is "Doing good is good business." Um, it's very, um, it's very uh, Google. Do you remember how their thing used to be, um, like "Don't be evil"? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Um, which is no longer part of their guidelines, by the way. Uh, they've removed that. Convenient. So, um, yeah. Ah, and so um, Harris tells her about the fight, and they mention the sword that this girl had, and they know that it's Hiro Nakamura's sword, which is interesting. And so um, she's very like Erica's very, you know, okay, well, get you know whatever information she has out of her, and then deal with her. So you know she's very flippant about killing a young girl, and uh, that's that's who who we're dealing with, but. Already, it's like okay, this is this is interesting. Like we're doing, we're doing like tech world stuff. We're doing like big business. Okay, this is definitely different than um, the type of thing that the company, because the company in in the main heroes was just about like secrets and keeping things under wraps and you know maintaining and self regulating. I guess. This seems like something very different and automatically more sinister because of the things I just said. It's it's big business, it's corporations, it's tech. It's almost automatically dehumanizing. Some would say tech is very that. Um, that's not how, you know, people are viewed as assets. And uh, I think that that could have interesting ramifications. So it's kind of cool that they did... Something like this instead, and you could see why why Quentin, you know, um, is no longer part of the team. Yeah, mm. yeah. All right. It, it's the it's the whole we're we're meeting again female villains. Mm-hmm. So this uh, Erica is played by uh, Raya Kilstead, and she has been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> she was on Dexter. She was in Nashville. Um, she was on an episode of Once Upon a Time. I always feel the need to mention that because there seems to be a lot of crossover there. 
God, uh, yeah. She was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was on the new version of Charmed. She was on Yellowstone. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, her, she's more recently on the Superman and Lois TV series. I gotta watch that. And she is very unrecognizable because she is in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh! She is the fourth sister. So she's, she's in makeup. I will look for her when I watch that. Or listen for her when I watch that. <laughs> yeah, when you watch it, she's, she's in uh, makeup. She's one of the Inquisitors, so. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So that's who it is. Um, oh, I should watch that soon. Yeah, that's, you got a lot of stuff I think it's done that you haven't even poked your toe into yet. So you... <laughs> I know. It's all about priorities, <sighs> you know? I know, man. That's just how it, that's just how it be. Um, yeah. So, uh, moving on from there, we just have a quick little scene in LA with Carlos and, uh, we see him, uh, exiting the El Vengador cave. I'm open to calling it something else, but, um, I'm probably not going to. And, uh, cause you know, he's, he's going from the little hideout and his nephew basically almost catches him leaving it. And he's very despondent because, you know, they're, they're not, he doesn't think they're going to find out who, who killed his dad, you know. And Carlos promises him, no, like, th- things are going to get better, you know. But in a very, like, oh, you know, oh, you have to say that, you're my uncle kind of way. But, like, no, things are going to get better because he has a plan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it cracked me up where it's like, I always held my dad with the books on Tuesday. It's Tuesday because, you know, he's not that great at math. And it's like, <laughs> that's so funny. Just lock this garage up, kid. Don't worry about it right now. <laughs> get out of here go 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 see a star yep. war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stay out of this it's dangerous yeah <clears throat> let him be your little robin <laughs> <laughs> he's an orphan now <laughs> why can't you be the fun uncle <laughs> oh why can't you be the uncle? yeah <sighs> We go back to Japan and we see Ren is, uh, that's the name, right? Yeah, Ren. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm still learning their names and I swear to God, um, my notes say Katana Girl for half of them because I did not remember her name. <laughs> I um, remember Miko more than I did Katana Girl, so, yeah. I remembered Ren! Um, so. well, you got Ren, that's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Woo! So we see Ren is um, at the scene and he is at Yamagato and he's using, is it like an AR type of thing on his phone? Like, is that what he's doing or is it just the game? I don't remember. It's been a week. (laughs) (laughs) I just watched it. She watched it a week ago. There you go. Um, so, um, I think it was meant to be like an AR thing, like in the game, you know, like, oh, like this is what this looks like in the game but it's you know Yamagato um he's probably doing it on a sprint phone anyway so we see you know just the the wrecked poor like guards that she's left behind and uh he looks over and we see um Harris and Kravit are coming down and he snaps a photo of Erica and he overhears them just like dead ass talking out loud about their evil plans which is like you know not the like smoothest thing I would think, but you know, that's the arrogance of people like that. Right. They don't give yeah. a shit. Um, and so they pass him and he, you know, knows that they have the girl. And so he has to try to rescue her. 
And he accidentally, quote, quote, bumps into this woman who works there. and But he snags her pass. And he sneaks in. Yeah. So. He's skilled in more than just video games, this Ren. Because <laughs> uh, they catch his attention because they have her sword. They're just walking around with it. Right, yeah. Just walking around with the fucking... Uh, yeah, the Kenzie And I'll sword. say maybe they're being <laughs> cocky about talking because they're like, eh, we're speaking English. They probably don't know English because they're in Japan. So... I mean, that's just another arrogance point exactly. right there, because mm-hmm. people in other countries know our language better than we do, yeah. so... So yeah, I, I just thought it was kind of funny that they're just like deadass, like, yeah, we're gonna take care of this girl, and I was like, wait a minute, you're just in public, <laughs> like, you're literally in a building and there's people everywhere, you just don't give a shit, huh? No, no. <laughs> But that fits, because someone like an Erica is someone like a, you know, fill in your, your evil tech, you know, CEO of your dreams here. Like they would, who's going to stop them. No one's going to stop them. No one can stop these people. Like, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want. We've the seen balls it. in their court, baby. Always. Yeah. All right. I like too that. Ren is just like, he's got so many, his, little, his own little skill set that he <laughs> utilizes. Yeah. So, yeah. Like he's not just like, Oh, you know, me not know how to world because not video game, you know, that that trap they could have fallen into. Like, no, he can handle it. He's he's just uh he's uh kind of, you know, fools rush in a little bit. He's just kinda of going for it, but uh we'll see. Well, what we've happens. established that since like the first episode because he found that apartment. <laughs> yeah. So. He just busted right in. He's got the Moxie kid. He's got Moxie. Yeah. Alright, well, Back to Odessa, where, oh boy, Clinton got taken to an emergency room. <laughs> God, he must have whined and whined. And he is talking to Noah, and he's like, how do you know that the evils that you brought in weren't being used for tech like Renatus is using? And, like, I, when I heard that, I was like, is this, like, the first time in the show where they even mentioned that? I think they mentioned it, like, for, like, a hot second earlier. But I feel like this information, this revelation is being taken for granted a little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And Noah's just like, whatever, kid. And he tells them when they're about to take him <laughs> in, he's like, remember, it went through and through. It was a nail gun, not a gun gun. You just need to be treated. Because, you know, I don't want to have police come because, you know, it was a gunshot wound. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's like, all right, whatever. And so Noah gets up and he's waiting and a doctor comes up to him who knows who he is. And he's like, um, so when was the last time you saw me? And he's like, uh, you know, June 13th last year. And <laughs> the doctor's like, you know, what? why don't you just wait here? And we see the doctor go over to a desk to call security. So, hmm. uh-oh. I think what's interesting about, like, Quentin just being so chill about, like, oh, how do you know that Primatech wasn't doing that, nah, 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 is it kind of, it seems like they're trying to spackle together Renatus and Primatech as being a thing that's been around. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, they're trying to build Renatus to be part of the mythology so you'll accept it later. Yeah. Um... Which is a choice. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that's kind of what he's doing with that line. Um, it's like, oh, how did you know they weren't always like doing this? It's like, because they weren't. <laughs> like, they just weren't. But for the purposes of this show, okay, sure, maybe they were. So, 
Well, it's 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 less that and more of the reveal that they're being used for technology. Yeah, they really rush it, don't they? They're just like I don't know. They don't have like some grand reveal. They're like, what do you mean they're being used for technology? Like, what does that mean? Because I think that they, he mentions Quentin mentions it earlier, and I don't know also if this was set up in Dark Matters. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> so God, we suck. We'll put a pin in that there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh my god, fucking Bennett. Like, oh, where do you recognize me from? Oh, you know, June 13th, the 9-11 of Heroes Reborn World. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, kind of sus. You're being kind of sus to this doctor. <laughs> no wonder he fucking was on red alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready for another new character? <laughs> yeah. God, I guess... I don't have a choice. I think this is the last so. character of the episode, and then there's one more person I'm actually going to give an actor name to, so, yeah. Cool. Uh, we see a man leaving the LAPD, and this is Captain James Deering, who was mentioned in, like, the last episode, I think, when he was, Carlos was doing, like, finding out what happened to his brother. Yep. And we see Carlos watching from a car, and Carlos tails him to a warehouse. We follow him inside, and he heads in, and there's a guy already there with a woman tied to the chair. And he's like, two hours and all we got was her name. And uh, James Deering walks up to her and he's like, tell me everything you know about the Underground Railroad or I'll put a bullet in you. And she's all like, you know what? This is bullshit. You either bring me in to the police department or kill me because you're crooked if, you, if not. You know? And... He has her, like, lifted up and shoves her out the window. But luckily for her, she can fly, so she flies off. And this one guy's like, ugh, why'd you let her go? We're out 25 large. And he's like, don't worry about it. I tagged her. She'll lead us to everyone else. Hmm. Now, Carlos is a bit of a klutz because he decides to make some noise. (laughs) And this results in him being chased by three cops. Because I think there was two guys there and then the Captain James Deering. And yeah, it was like at least three of them. Yeah. So he's getting chased around and he is saved because the priest from the last episode is there and he makes them both smoke. That's so fucking cool. And the guys kind of like run past them and he, you know, they come back to the regular form and not smoke anymore. And he's like, this is not how you avenge your brother. And Carlos just like, ah, shut up. Find another soul to save. I'm going to do what I want to do. I love that smoke ability that was super cool yeah it's the kind of thing that like in the old show they probably would have just had like in the comics because they didn't have the technology or budget Mm -hmm. but now it's like you can do that and it looks pretty okay yeah it looked really good yeah so let me introduce james deering this is dylan bruce that name might sound familiar because like i think he's oh it fucking does (laughs) he's best known for being on orphan black if you know Orphan Black. And we love Orphan Black in this yes, house. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, I thought that was him. Yes, it is. It's Dylan Bruce. He was on Arrow before. Um, mm-hmm. He was on the TV series American Gothic. He was on Midnight Texas. He's not afraid of doing some genre stuff, honestly. You know what I mean? No, he's not. No. Uh, and he is still working. I think he, he showed up in an episode of What's Magnum P.I. recently, but yeah. Oh, 
good for him. I was like, what's he doing these days? <laughs> it doesn't look like he's in anything main at the moment, but yeah, he's he's around. Excellent. Yeah, I was like, who's this asshole cop who's hot? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Orphan Black. Because he was on Orphan Black before this, so. Which, if you haven't watched Orphan Black, get your shit together. For real. Go watch it. (laughs) Yeah. It's only one of the best genre shows of, like, the last decade or whatever. Mm -hmm. Back in Japan, we've got Miko just hanging out right on top of the table doing origami. (laughs) (laughs) So chill. She's not making cranes, though. She's, I think she makes a dragon when she shows off uh, later in the scene. It's like a bunch of paper dragons, yeah. And Harris comes in the room, and he asks her, where'd you get the sword? And she's like, my dad. <laughs> and he shows her the video of her just suddenly appearing in the lobby, and he's like, how'd you do that? And she's just like, oh, I'm not talking and we also see, while this is happening, that Ren is, again, he's using his phone to check her on corners. Which I'm like, <laughs> this guy, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So yeah. he's heading, trying to get over to where uh, Miko is. Man, that video and him questioning her and her having the sword really makes it look like, you know, her disappearing out of nowhere. Like, this is like some Hiro Nakamura business. It truly does, yeah. yeah. Um, a, a presence that looms large throughout the entire episode, Mr. Nakamura. Mm-hmm. So, back to Texas. Quentin comes out, and Noah's nowhere to be seen. And he's watching the news, and um, he sees Erica on it, and she's talking about their new product launch. And as he does this, he sees also security rush past him. And... <laughs> We move down the hall and we see Noah grab one of the guards and he's like, what what the hell's going on here? And the guard tells him, you put another guard in the hospital like a year ago. And he's like, you show me the footage of me doing that. So (laughs) we're going to get some answers. Why did the doctor know him? Why did the doctor send security after him? So we'll find out. I feel like anybody who's ever, you know, crossed paths with Noah Bennett and Liv would be right to call Yeah, that is very fair. Time. Not an overreaction. No. As we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to our favorite characters on the show, Joanne and Luke. Um, we see them uh, together and he's like having these little flashy memories of better days, like with the kid. And he literally just asks her, he's like, why are we still doing this? Like, why don't we just go home? Like, what are we getting out of it? And the way that they, like, have Joanne in this moment, she's coming off in a twisted way. Like, one of those moms that insists that everyone's going to have fun on the vacation that she planned, goddammit. <laughs> like, that's very how she's coming off with this little murder tour she's trying to, to create. And... uh so Luke's like, okay, here, let's let's go west. And uh, she gets all nostalgic, like, oh, you guys always like the water. And um, so they're in a diner as they're talking, and uh, the waitress brings their food. And he tries to cut into his steak, and the knife is getting very, very red. It's getting very hot. And as the knife gets very hot, his steak starts to burn more. So it started off pretty rare, and then it gets, like, well done. And... Um, 
so then it's very fucking clear. It's like, no, he's doing it. He has a power. Welcome to the other side, asshole. Mm. So, um, yeah. Uh, how's your wife going to handle that, you think? So <laughs> we see um, Joanne just looks at it and she's like, oh, the steak is fucked. Like, you know, and she's very rude to the waitress, by the way. Another reason I don't like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't have any respect for anyone who's fucking rude to service staff. Um, yeah, and she's like, you know, this is what he ordered. Get him what he ordered, you know, kind of thing. And Luke is freaking out. And I needed to take a moment here to be like, okay, he takes my boy's name. He takes my boy's last name, like, first letter. And he maybe takes my boy's power? What the <laughs> fuck? There's already a Luke who can heat stuff up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. They, my boy. <laughs> I, I wonder if they didn't want it to be. <laughs> well, why you know? Yeah. Because there is no reveal like, oh, this is Luke, you know. Yeah. No, no, there's not. Because he's like old. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? This isn't like, yeah. It's like literally Luke Campbell can, you know, has microwave radiation so he can heat shit up or melt it or whatever the fuck, uh, depending on what it's made of. We have Luke Collins who, you know, can seemingly do something very similar. And I was just like, what the hell, man? This isn't like when West and Nathan can both fly. Like, this is so weird. Yeah, we'll find out, I think, the extent of what his power is, though later oh we will we absolutely will because it's uh it, it might be more than that but at first during this moment you're like what the fuck my boy they massacred my boy <laughs> um, they gave chuck bartowski my boy's thing um yeah so that's a fun little thing right i'm sure joanne will handle it great i'm sure she'll be very accepting understanding and also loving of course um, of course. She's shown nothing but that in the past. Anyway, um, yeah. Any thoughts about that? <laughs> I was going to say, maybe they wanted it to be Luke Campbell, and then they got Zachary Levi, and they're like, we're going to choose the guy's name and have him be something different. Um, <laughs> if you can get Dan Bird, if you can get Dan fucking Bird, and you you should, because <laughs> I feel like... Ah, if it was like that, Luke though, he would have been a lot more like gleeful about the murder because he was like a big old Siler fan. Well, yeah, obviously, so. obviously, yeah, he was a little psycho, and we loved him for it. Um, but you know, see, yeah, like if Joanne had powers uh... and they were like a murder couple together, like that way, oh my god, that would be fun. <laughs> that's see, and it's like I said in the first episode, that's different, like. Then they're in the comic book realm together. And they like, still could have the same motivation of, I'm avenging our son. Absolutely. 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 And it makes it in immediately complex because they're, like, hypocritical or self-loathing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, them just being humans with guns does nothing for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. But now there's more. So, yeah. Oh, well. Because <laughs> uh, if memory serves... Zachary Levi's character becomes like a pretty big part of the show. So I don't remember for positive. I I don't even remember exactly what the full extent I, of his I power think so. is. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't like remember completely that either. But I was like, I feel like he definitely becomes a big part of it. So 
Because, again, why would you get him and just, like, not, you know, have him be, like, some random side character? Yeah. So. Um, let's go back to, to good old Texas where, where Bennett is going to prove why, like I said, you should probably call the guards on him if you see him ever again and you live to tell the tale because he gets a guard and, uh, at gunpoint and he makes him, you know, go through the old surveillance and he's looking through this footage and he's talking to someone at some point. But they're off screen. He can't see who he's talking to. So we're getting all these like extra little puzzle pieces to try to put together what happened. And I love how Noah's basically like, enhance it. And it's like, you fucking idiot. Like, you of all people should know that's not a thing you can do. Um, like, let, me, let me tell you something. Those cameras, those cameras are ridiculously good. Okay? Those, if this was a real hospital, it would look like shit. Like, yep. And so we see there's all these, like, weird little things. Like, at one point he's in a room and it looks like he's, like, it looks like the footage is jumping back and forth. Huh. Like, like when someone goes through time, maybe even. Like, when they teleport. Like, huh, interesting. Like Hiro Nakamura. It's another hero name drop. It happens a lot in this episode. Um, And then we see an interesting bit of footage, which is Noah at a gurney that he uncovers partially and we see like a bunch of blonde hair. So we assume it's Claire, mm-hmm. right? But it's her body. And, and he's all upset and it's like, huh? Okay. And then we see another little bit of footage where he's with Molly that day. He's ushering Molly Walker through the halls of the hospital. And, uh, as we are getting all these little, like weird little puzzle pieces to try to put together, uh, Quentin shows up and he's like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. And so, yeah, um, interesting, uh, Claire, her body in that hospital, apparently, yeah. um, still kind of hard to believe the indestructible girl is in the fucking hospital bed like that, but, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah. We do, we get an answer for that. We will get a man. We no, we absolutely do. Yeah. yeah, we absolutely do. Boy, will we talk about a that very controversial comes. answer for that? <laughs> I dare say. Yeah. So yeah, now he knows that he was there, and uh, like I said, how did Claire, the indestructible girl Bennett, die in a fucking hospital? Like explosion or not? We we we've saw in like the pocket verse, like you know she would she would survive an explosion, like that's not gonna do it. So what the fuck happened? And um, yeah, we you know he talks about like you know Noah's talking about all he saw, and uh, it's it's kind of interesting. Like Quentin seems to know about the hero thing too, which is which is interesting. I don't trust Quentin. Can mm-hmm. I just say that? I don't know if I've said that yet. Because I was too busy <clears throat> harping on the company girl vibes of uh, Tommy's little squeeze. Yeah. Um, I don't trust Quentin either. Quentin seems to always be guiding Noah into certain situations and to be in certain places. And uh, I don't trust him. And also, I'm still fucking reeling that it's the last podcast on the left guy. Like, I don't think you understand <laughs> that I'm still just like, wow. <laughs> because, you know, our phones are constantly listening to us. Uh, the um, TikTok algorithm... Has shown me his TikTok, by the way, unprovoked, <laughs> and also the last podcast on the left TikTok within recent weeks. Wow. So, um, that's fun. Yeah, I know. I was like, what the hell? Wow. <laughs> I think because of the prequel, we are meant to trust him because of the dark matters thing. 
Uh, yeah, okay. Without that context, <laughs> watching it now, he definitely yeah. is suspicious. He knows all the right names. You know, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He just happens to be, you know, getting himself into these little situations no one needs to help him out of. And, like, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's all a little too convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, huh, it almost feels like they're trying to pull Noah into something. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So, so yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Molly waking up on the plane. And... Just like how you forgot names, Taylor was the name I could not remember for a while. <laughs> I had to look her up and read. I her remembered back her. I remember Taylor. I remembered her, but when they they had their first scene together, I could not remember Francis. I was like, "Oh, TK guy," and then she was complaining about him and said his name. Yeah, so. I didn't know his either, but she said it at least. So yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember Taylor though. So she asked Taylor, "Like, do you know who I am?" And she's like, "Listen." They're going to kill your boyfriend, and if not, they're going to use his powers to make a nap. And you just got him killed by not letting him get on this plane, and they're going to do the same to me. So she's trying to guilt her, basically, Mm. about this. Which, I mean, it's not wrong. It was very suspicious where it's like, you aren't cleared to fly. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You know? So... I mean, yeah, Molly seems to have some insight into what's going on and what's waiting for her. Yeah. So, back to Japan. Harris asks Miko if she has her father's powers or if she's just his best work. And he's like, do you remember the accident? Do you remember the death? And she's just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And we see him open a briefcase and it's just, it's got knives in it. (laughs) So he pulls a knife out and he grabs her hand and he is about to chop it off because he wants answers. And Ren opens the door. And it distracts him enough that she's able to chop Harris's hand off instead. And they flee. This here, here comes the fun bit, right? The hand regrows <laughs> onto, you know, Harris. So he's got regeneration. Interesting. But we get to see his hand <laughs> regrow a whole new him as well. So, uh, and he's like, I have my watch back. And he's like, oh, sure, here you go. Too funny. Uh, man, because it's like the power reminds me of like, because people had questions, I think, with Claire's. Like, you know, if a big enough bit of her was chopped off, would it, would it make two Claire's? And here we go. We mm-hmm. have that with Harris. He's like, he's a duplicator, but he has to cut off a piece of himself to do it. That's why he was the prime. But it also seems like, and it could just be the way they shot it and like the way they, you know, the, the effect looks. It kind of looks like something more than just regular regeneration. Like that, it looks like it's been enhanced in a weird way. It looked almost digital, mm, like how it was like. Mm-hmm. And because you know that's the the whole tech thing is such a big theme, and he's working with the company. I was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. He looks like he's like, you know, respawning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember the full extent of his thing either, so we'll, we'll, we'll tune in. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm just speculating. <laughs> I completely forgot what his power was until it happened. I was like, that's right. <laughs> I knew there was like a multiple aspect, but I couldn't remember the specifics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not done with the tower yet because Miko's telling Ren that they took her sword. And Ren's like, yeah, I know who has it. And he shows her the photo of Erica. And it's like, they're off to like some place called Midian in America. And I think they got the state wrong. If I remember correctly, it's like where's Midian? And it's they like said, 
Yeah, they, they were like, Colorado, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're off to America now, because they gotta go get the sword back. They're doing, like, their, their like, season one hero ando type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off to America. Mm-hmm. Road trip. Back to our favorite couple. <laughs> Joanne and Luke have shown up to a motel room. And he tells her, check in, I need some fresh air. Because he is not doing well right now. And he heads around a corner and his hands are glowing. <laughs> like, exploding man style. And he's like, why is this happening to me? And then we get, like, a blinding light before we go into the next scene. Yeah, he's like, God, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it, I, I like I say in my notes, I'm like, first it seemed like OG Luke C, but maybe it's more of a Ted Sprague situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Huh. What was it they said that happened on June 13th? Yeah, something kind of explosion. <laughs> Weird. And uh, where was he on June 13th? He was there. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Wouldn't it suck if he killed his own kid? Anyway. Yeah. Um, Suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like uh, it's possible. <laughs> so yeah, back out of, you know, Cutland. Um, we see Tommy for the first time this episode. Yeah. Hey, buddy. And he's doing push up in uh, push ups in his room, and his mom comes in and like catches him doing it basically. And uh, she's basically calling him out because he's like, "Oh, you know, I was gonna go and play video games with Brad." Uh. And she's like, yeah, you wouldn't be looking like that and doing push-ups if that were the case. Like, who is she kind of thing? <laughs> like, nobody believes you. And we find out during the course of their conversation that his mom is a maternity nurse. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Remember that. And so, you know, uh, things seem to be, you know, going well in this new town. And, uh, and he... Uh, Kind of, like, bucks up against her in that very, like, mm, way that teenagers would do, regardless of the situation, powers, no powers, whatever. Because she's like, no, you're 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 lying. I don't like you lying to me. You could have just said that you were going to go do this, but you didn't. So now you're not going anywhere. And he's like, ugh. He's like, mom. It's like, come on. It'll be fine. You're not the only one protecting me. And she's like, well, what does that mean? And he says that someone's been sending him texts. And she's rightly freaked out about it. He's way too flip about it, honestly, <laughs> considering all they've been through. Like, she should be concerned. And uh, she tries to, like, keep him from leaving, basically. And he uses his power on himself to get past her. And then he leaves like a little dickhead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like a little teenage boy would be. <laughs> yep. God, it's bad enough to have to raise regular teenagers. Could you imagine? Like, I know we saw, like, a little, like, we saw, well, a fair amount with, like, Claire. But, you know, this power, he's just like, oh, I'm grounded? Boop. No, I'm not. (laughs) Like, what are you going to do? You can't keep him in one place. (laughs) Yep. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, Bye. Oh, ma'am. Let me introduce mom, who is named Anne. Okay. Uh, this is played by Krista Bridges. And she's been on a few things. She was uh, on The Expanse. I think she's on the Titans TV series. At least one episode of it. Hmm. Uh, she was on Shit's Greek, like, in a guest role. Oh. She was on Killjoys for an episode. <laughs> I 
might even remember her that I just recently watched that. So yeah. uh, she was on Hannibal for an episode. She's been she's been a lot of stuff as like an episode of things, which sure. brings me to the most recent thing that she has been on for just an episode. She was on the Umbrella Academy this season. Okay, she looked really familiar too. Who was she? She was in the episode "World's Biggest Ball of Twine," and she was Sarah Beth. She was the Amish lady oh. that Klaus was interacting with mostly. Oh, the what was it? Sister of uh, Klaus's mom? Yes. Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Well. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Her face did look really familiar, so that makes sense. Yeah, I know. When I saw her, I was like, I don't know who this is, though. But yeah, there we go. That's my last intro for the episode. Woo. Uh, <laughs> no more new character. <laughs> or at least talking about the actors for this episode. Um, Goodness. Mm. The other thing I wanted to note was, like, I, th- I found it interesting with this episode where we start off with, like, um, the murder couple. And then once, like, they're done for the episode now. And now Tommy is taking mm-hmm. their place in the episode. Yep. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. It's kind of like the way they used to do it um, a little bit where, you know, they would start off a a Heroes episode with, like, three different storylines, maybe. And then randomly, like, they would have, like, four come in, like, storyline number four towards the end. And you were like, oh, okay, so we are going to see this person this week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kind of reminded me of, like, old season one style, I guess. Um, Yeah. So we see... We just we just kind of go right to the party. Um, yeah. Tommy's there, and Brad's there, and um, <laughs> he he got he got them he got them the booze. He used his power. We didn't see it; it was off screen to to get a shit ton of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And um, he's becoming quite the little popular kid, maybe, which yeah. is you know dangerous. That's really dangerous. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. not supposed to stick out. So. Um, but also, he's like a young boy, and he wants to, you know, it's like the thing with Claire. It's very, it's meant to, it's meant to parallel Claire, you know? Yeah. Like, they've got this, this secret, and they need to keep it, but also, you just have to go through the regular trials and tribulations and pressures of just being a teenager in high school, and wanting to be popular, and wanting to have a, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and like, yeah, so. We're, we're seeing him go and deal with that, and, uh. I love that, yeah. like, the guys at the party are like, oh my god, Brad, how'd you get the booze? And he's like, it's all Tommy. When this kid puts yeah. his mind to something, he gets it. And I was just like... Well, Brad is his new best friend forever. <laughs> um, as as we saw from him, uh, he thinks, getting rid of his stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. BFFs. <laughs> True to his word. Yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, pretty funny. Yeah, that just cracked but Yeah, it's just it's just it's just like a high school party. They're all just getting drunk and, you know, doing shit. So, yeah. Um uh we go over to Erica and Harris Prime uh at the epic pre-launch event. Mm-hmm. And we see their, you know, like it's it cuts away and they're hauling in Molly. And uh no one Quentin are there too. They show up too and they sneak in. And Quentin's freaking out about what they're going to do. And he's correct in doing so. And Noah smacks the shit out of him to get him to calm down. He hits him. (laughs) Didn't he hit him where he got shot? Yeah. 
God, you're such a dick, Noah, but it's effective. <laughs> well, it's for another reason, too, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it does the thing he needs it to do later, but also, God, that would hurt. Um, So he needs him to shut the fuck up <laughs> and calm the fuck down. And so, you know, they, he Noah's obviously the man with the plan. That's his whole thing. And we, you know, show, we, we cut away and we show uh, Taylor's trying to call Francis and it's going to voicemail. Just like Molly said it would. Like, she can't get a hold of him. And uh, we go back over and Quentin just kind of rolls up in the, in the hallway. He's like, oh, I'm bleeding. Oh, my God, help me. As a distraction. And uh, Noah, you know, shows up and he tries to save the day and save Molly. But she does not want to go with him. Which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And he's like, dude, my memory was wiped. I don't know what happened that day. Like, but you can trust me. Like, it's okay. And she's just not about that life. So she tries to run on her own, but obviously just runs right into Harris. I mean, like, come on. She she wasn't going to go anywhere. And he's like, Molly Walker, welcome back. So they obviously had her before. Yeah. Two things. I love it because Noah's like, sorry, punches Quentin there, covers his mouth, like, do not scream. When he yep. lets it go, Quentin's like, I hate you so much. <laughs> and he's like, I know. <laughs> and when Molly runs off, she's like, there's too much at risk. You shouldn't have come. And that's when she runs. Because mm-hmm. he wants to know what happened. And she's like, nope, we're not going to find out what happened. I'm going to run away right yeah. now. Everyone knows something but Bennett for once. And it's interesting to watch that play out. And everyone who knows something is like, you cannot know what happened. The Haitian yeah, tried to kill him. they're keeping him from something big. Yeah. Molly ran away? Something yep. crazy is happening here. Something huge. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Let's go back to the party. Whoop, whoop. Party! Emily is sneaking off. This isn't her scene. Um, <laughs> Tommy sees her and he's like, oh my god, why are you leaving? We didn't get a chance to talk. And she's like, it's fine. You look like you were having fun. And he asks, like, oh, um, you know, is uh, would Brad be mad if I walked you home? And she's like, ah, he'll be fine. <laughs> and we see Penny Guy is there. And he's in the car and he's watching him. And he's smiling. And he's like, yeah, you know, Tommy's having a good time. Great for him. Except that gets um, interrupted because someone puts a gun to his head. And guess who it is? It's Tommy's mom. And she's like, how oh, long boy. have you been following them? <laughs> And he's like, you know I made a promise to protect them, and the world will need him soon. You'll need our help. And she's like, you stay away from them. <laughs> and Tommy sees him, and he's like, what's happening here? And she's like, get in the car! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, what's up with Penny Guy? Huh? Yeah, what What? What do you mean we, you know... What do you mean you know that? The world will need him soon and you know that. What do you mean made a promise to protect him? What's going on? What does she know that he, you know, that he's alluding to that she she's not saying? Like, yeah. There's something here, man. <clears throat> Who's we? Who's we? <laughs> Who does he work for? More questions than answers at the moment. We're getting more <laughs> pieces to this puzzle. Yep. Yeah. So we go back to L.A. And Crooked Cop has tracked Flying Woman down. And she's up in her, like, headquarters. And she's like, we gotta get out of here. We gotta pack up. 
And suddenly, El Vangador shows up, and he tells them to, also tells them to get out <laughs> and to get to um, <laughs> Father Mauricio. So they start grabbing their things frantically because he tells them like, "Yo, the tracker was on you. You gotta go." They grab their things, and they're out of there when the cop comes up because it's just an open computer. And then El Vangador comes out like, mm, "You just missed him," and he punches him, and he's like, "Huh? I thought I had you killed." And he wants to know why he's hunting people with powers. And he goes to punch him again when the cop stops his punch. Because, oop, he's got powers too, baby. (laughs) And he's like, oh, you're the one that followed me to the warehouse. And, you know, Carlos is shocked. Like, you have powers. (laughs) What the hell? Why, you know? And uh, the cop's like, well... You seem to be nothing, and he wants to know who it is under the mask. And you know, he has a habit of throwing people out windows because he also throws all Vangador out the right? window. <laughs> I was like, did they get like those set pieces for like a rate, like a fucking like group rate? Like there was a good deal on sugar glass. <laughs> I guess because after getting thrown out of the window, that um, gives a. Uh, Carlos a chance to flee. So. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> yeah. He got his fucking ass kicked. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe... What the hell is his damn name? <laughs> I can't, can't remember the cop name. James Deering seems to have, like, super strength. So. Yeah, he's like Jessica. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's a not-so-auspicious start to his uh, vigilante career. Mm-mm. He came in thought he was the hot shit. <laughs> He sure did. He surely did. Yeah. He did save the people, though, it appears. That he did. They, I mean, I mean, he, he threw his own body in the way so that they could get away. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Carlos and Deering are both alive, so I'm sure this is not the last we'll see of this little conflict. <clears throat> surely not. Surely. All right, uh, you ready to go to a fun little little uh, launch event? A really yeah. exclusive, um, you know, like tech, uh, you know, thing. <laughs> Take us there. Uh, we see Molly. She's getting strapped down. Uh, Epic's launching. Um, we see A. Harris is in the Arctic Circle on standby. Uh, we find out that Taylor is not only an operative of Renatus, she is Erica's daughter. Dun-dun! Dun-dun! Um, Taylor's asking about Francis. Erica's being very, like, hand-hand, like, oh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. And Taylor just, you know, she's just like, oh, you know, like, you, you did a thing, didn't you, basically? And uh, one of the best lines in the whole episode, one of us, one of them, does not mean in the bedroom. <clears throat> Yo! <laughs> <laughs> That was brutal. And so, yeah, it seems like that. I, I love how that, just like those couple exchanges, like, okay, I understand the, the, the mother-daughter relationship completely. Yep. Like, yep, there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Molly is in a lot of pain. They're doing something to her. They're, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, it looks like they're plugging her in. It's very Matrixy. Mm-hmm. Um. We see Erica come out to do her presentation like any other asshole in tech. Uh, 
And um, we learn what Epic is. Epic is basically using Molly Walker as the thing that we thought she was in season one, which is a system, a machine, a, you know, not a person. Um, They literally, they turn the, 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 you know, the Walker system real uh, by creating Epic, which is Molly jacked into some sort of server as like an evil tech bro version of Cerebro from the X-Men. They can use Epic to see and find and hunt down uh, Evos everywhere, all over, because they're, you know, they have got satellite uplinks. They are fully ready to do this. Um, she says that at first, um, Epic is being developed to be used by uh, first responders and military personnel to only only get the bad ones, Rachel, just the hostile ones. Mm-hmm. That's all they're they're worried about for now. Um, but just to show you what we can do here, here's some random people living their own fucking lives, you know, in different countries. Um, it's very clear this is going to lead to a goddamn genocide. Like, it, it is extremely clear. Um, she shows how powerful it is by finding a guy in the crowd there who is apparently an unregistered Evo, and they haul him out. And he's, you know, freaking out. He's like, you can't do this to us. You can't tag us like we're animals. And uh, basically, in this world, you wear something as ugly as Google Glass, and you can see them all. And because um, it's like this, like little, you know, like visory kind of thing. Remember Google Glass? Anybody? Anybody? Does anybody remember? <laughs> remember when that was a thing for five seconds? No. Okay. Um, and we see uh, Melina and um, Farah in the Arctic. And uh, we see Noah saying that they have to free Molly and they have to destroy this technology as it's all like coming to an end this episode. But we have one more thing to see. But before we do that, would you like to say anything about this horrifically fucked up thing that they are doing? Like just the implications of like the lack of bodily autonomy, the lack of, you know, like free will, like all these implications are absolutely like just dollhouse levels of fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's again our thing where it's like, fuck, if this show had aired like two years later, <laughs> mm. maybe even three. Like, you know, I think mm-hmm. more people might be talking about it, but here we are. So maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this show has such a fuck tarnished re- like reputation and legacy, which is so god damn annoying um but so far like the only thing i don't like about it is the murder couple that's it (laughs) everything else is oh i just i i meant heroes as a whole you know how i know no no Um, i understood but yeah but yeah 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 Yeah. so um yeah this is really uh really not good (laughs) this is uh this is so much worse than the dinky little company do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like the scale of this is immense like yeah so, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens, how bad it gets. Yeah. It's got to get bad before it can get better. Like, they're going to have to really <laughs> fuck some stuff up. Do you think Matt cares that Molly's plugged in in pain right now? <laughs> Not even remotely. Not even remotely. He is chilling with Maggie Jr. And, uh, I don't know. Cooking ratatouille. I don't know. <laughs> like... He doesn't give two shits. Molly who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if Mohinder's alive, I'm sure he cares very much. Yes. Anyway, yes. um, so... 
You know it. You know it. The only good dad she's ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I'll go to the mattresses about it. All right. Um, Yeah. So we go to our final scene. We see Tommy and his mom. And they're in the car. And they're driving. And she is, you know, very flustered, obviously. And he wants to know who that man was. And he's just like, oh, God, you've got that look. You know, the look that she gets whenever they have to leave. And he's like, no, not this time. I want to stay. Things are fine, you know. Like, we don't have to keep uprooting ourselves. Everything's okay here. And she notices that suddenly, like, not just their light is red that they're stopped at. Like, every light is red. And that freaks her out. And she tries to, you know, floor it and drive away. But they get, they get hit from the side. They get crashed into. And it goes all slow-mo. And they're like, ah. And uh, to be continued. Uh-oh. Something's going down. Because, yeah. yeah, Epic just came online, baby. Yeah. Interesting. Everybody knows where everybody is now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like picture... Picture someone like, you know, it's it just it's not even in the same realm as like Siler with the list, you know? It's just not. It's so much worse automatically. Like it's it's yeah. It it's so it's it's cool because it's like it's a real threat, like a, a threat we haven't seen on a level before for, for these types of characters. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, you know, the thing about the company and as we saw so much, it was just like, you know, because it was just so much, like, infighting and so much, like, politics and so much, you know, small potato stuff, ultimately. This, this is something so much more uh, epic, dare I say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The kind of thing where it's like, how do you, how do you stop something like this? Like, and, like, it has to be more public because, you know, Claire came out four years ago, jumping off that yeah. Ferris wheel. Yeah. Oh God, we didn't even mention the thing that the fucking radio guy said about it. Mm. Um, that fucking like, uh, let's just let's just be honest. He was like a stand-in for like a right-wing kind of guy. Yeah. Um, was saying like all those years ago he'd or yeah he'd wished that like mm-hmm. when that Claire Bennett girl <laughs> fell off the Ferris wheel that she just landed with a splat. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Yep. Because these people aren't human. What are they? Yeah. So this is going to make things very worse very fast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, you know. But, uh, thoughts uh, overall? I thought the episode was good. Yeah, it's alright. It's a good episode. I wasn't slapping yeah, the walls, like... but it was a good episode. <laughs> yeah, no. Um... Yeah, it's definitely, like, it was, it was pretty good. Um, it's getting to the point where it's like, um, it, I, I like seeing Noah on the back foot to a point, but it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're three episodes technically in now and you're like, all right, like we, we're getting some pieces. Like we, we need to, you know, kind of figure out what's going on because now we have this giant threat looming that needs to be dealt with and. I know we'll get there, but it's just like, oh, damn. Like, there's something that needs to be put together all over from for this, it seems like. so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, it, it seems like this Melina person 
has a, a power that's going to matter to what's going on, um, but we just haven't spent that much time with her. And it seems like, according to the well-dressed man, Tommy is pretty important, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's going to... That's gonna play out, but we'll see. Um, I like uh, I, I like the uh, I, I really detest Erica as a character because I hate characters like that. Yeah. But it she automatically comes with more depth than their other attempt. So it's they're giving us more female villains. Than what we they're giving us more female villains, and it'll be interesting to see like what more you know she has to you know offer i guess because we've only just met her yeah and she's she's it she's like the big bad of the season pretty much um yeah um yeah you know it's been it's been all right so far i haven't wanted to like pull my eyeballs out or anything so like wow what (laughs) (laughs) i said i haven't wanted to wow (laughs) no it's been it's been fine it's been fine it's been fine it's been okay yeah it's been good. It's been great. It's been life changing. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> it's not life changing. Don't go that far yet. <laughs> but I've been having I've been having a good time watching it. So yeah, like no, it's not like torture or anything. I'm just like oh yeah, you know. Yeah. We'll get to the parts that okay. you know have more to discuss when we get to them. Well, yeah, I mean, like we're very going to be quickly entering into the like part where I'm just like I don't remember fucking any of this. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so. That'll be fun. Yeah. Whereas, like, I remember little drips and drabs of this so far. I remember the ending very clearly. I don't. You don't? So. Interesting. Okay. All right. No. Yeah. I know that certain people show up, but, yeah. No, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember the ending pretty much at all. And this is why next time on Eclipsed is hard. Anyway. <laughs> Hard and impossible, and I'm not doing it. Um, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Why don't you? Okay. Um, socials? Yeah. Yes. Hit us with our socials. Cool. Hit ya. All right. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us uh, as we continue on our journey of rewatching Heroes Reborn for the first time, which is a very different vibe from rewatching Heroes from the millionth time. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on our socials, um, we are at Eclipse Podcast on Twitter.com. Um, Elon hasn't bought it yet, and he might not. So, you know, <laughs> we're still there. Um, speaking of evil tech, uh, bros. Um, yeah, if you want to email us, we are eclipsedpod at gmail.com. Um, best way to get a hold of us is the Discord, a link of which will be, or a link for that will be in our show notes. Um, if you want to follow us on our respective Twitters, um, I'm at lady underscore snark s-n-a-r-k uh rachel is at that burp there burp with a b like brad and his cool party um <laughs> so do you like that yeah that's good one. That's good one. <laughs> brad and the beer at his cool party <laughs> Hell yeah. um, but yeah uh like i said uh i don't know are you tweeting about anything i don't think i am no like... but i did talk about how Robbie K was in Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus, and since that episode, uh-huh. I have played the game, and it was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Buy it when oh, it's yeah, on we sale. It'll that. take you about five hours to 100% it. 
fun little mystery game to play. Uh, one ending is particularly wild. <laughs> it had me like, woo, afterward. Like, holy shit. Because you play the nice. game, you accuse the family members after you have enough air quote, evidence. Even though there was people I had to accuse on, like, they didn't do it clearly. But, you know, you have to accuse them anyway. And one wrong accusation was quite, whoo, quite a scene. So, oh. yeah. And it may oh, or may not oh, be boy. the one that Robbie K was in. So... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well you know the kid can act so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be fun to watch um yeah uh yeah i don't know um uh, i'm just tweeting about bullshit <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah you know same same old same old stuff um uh I, i'm <laughs> It, it's it's uh is it too soon to to talk about Thor spoilers? Is it because it's like the one thing I tweeted about where I was like, yeah, um, uh, probably not. Go it's for all it. I'll beep it if it's now. too you know if I feel like it. All right. Um, the thing that brought me the most joy in the last week was not actually watching Love and Thunder, which I have very complicated feelings on mm-hmm. that are only growing by the day. Same. Um, but the, uh, huh? Same, I said. God damn. Like, I would I would love to talk with you about that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, at first, I was like, it was the same thing as Multiverse of Madness, where I was like, this is okay. And then I got home, and I was like, hmm. And then I went to sleep, and I was like, hmm. And then, like the next day, I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is this is what keeps happening." Phase four is a mess. Um, but the the one, the only, he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where. Uh, Brett Goldstein had a cameo in the mid credit scene uh, to be playing potentially Hercules. He doesn't even know if he's going to be doing it again uh in the the marvel universe and um i got so excited that i yelled in a theater full of people and and they all probably wondered what the fuck was wrong with me and um yeah that's my fun little story for this week i'm so like even if nothing comes of it like that's just like so neat that's so cool like but from what i've understood about the comics is we might even see him as soon as she hulk Mm, because apparently mm -hmm. in the comics Um, they were a hercules Hercules shows up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, oh, it's going to be so interesting. If they wax him, I'm going to fucking send, like, something through the mail. I don't think <laughs> they will. <laughs> I don't think they will. I know they, they didn't in the mid-credits, but I swear to fucking God, like... <laughs> if I can be a little weirdo for a minute on main, like, don't touch a hair on that man's chest um yeah not one (laughs) anyway (laughs) uh yeah thank you for joining us um we will see you next time with episode four uh of of 10 is that how many 10 or 11 i guess uh i think it's more than that (laughs) is it really i think it's like 12 or 13 is it like is it like 13 13 is too long it's 13 episodes babe God damn it. I hate 13 episode seasons. All right. Well, hopefully next week's not the filler episode that it will inevitably be in a 13 episode season. Next week um, is the needs of the many. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't do next time on Eclipse because it's not as funny when you don't really know these characters. So, like, yeah. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you when we see you. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>